Hello, everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode 100. Ooh, we Yay. made it. <laughs> yep. Here we are. We're a podcast that talks about pop culture things. And sometimes there's whiskey. My name is jo John, and I'm joined as always <laughs> by the amazing Andrea. Oh, my. I got a little alliterative compliment there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, 100 episodes. You know, it's been over two years. It has. I think tonight's topic is kind of relevant for considering where we started. I think one mm -hmm. of our earlier episodes was involving uh, the Oscars. So yes. yes, we're not just all fancied up because it's episode 100, although that works very well for us. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're going to be getting to uh, news, what we've been doing this week. Uh, we will be talking about the Oscars. One of us watched it. One of us basically only cares about the fashion. Um, and then <laughs> you know, just a few other news stories. And that's kind of it. It's going to be it's going to be a fun, casual week, kind of hearkening back to the, the beginning days of this show, just talking about news. But we are going to stick with what we have been doing and get into the drinks up front. Yes, yes. So in this uh, week of celebration for us, there were a couple of drink holidays to be celebrated. On March 24th, it was National Cocktail Day. So, you know, mm. anything and everything that's your favorite. Yeah. Wide ranging. Glass. Yep. Uh, and then just yesterday, another holiday that I am happy to celebrate, March 27th, was International Whiskey Day. So it's a classic, the Whiskey Ginger. It's happening again. Bring it Nice. Back. All right. Salute, Kampai. Um, How about yourself? Yeah, well, I have to say, you know, I just um, appreciate that we being a podcast called Popcast on the Rocks is now featuring and talking about up front the drink that's on the rocks. Like mm -hmm. unlike some other knockoffs <laughs> might not be doing. <laughs> Imitators. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm made sure to celebrate both as well. So I have nice. a whiskey based cocktail here. Um, Yours looks fancy. What's in it? Yeah, I it's it's so I'm I'm using the uh, the wealthiest of um, Game of Thrones houses, right? I think they're the wealthiest, the Tyrells. Yeah. Or they, yeah. So it's the Game of Thrones series House Tyrell single malt scotch. Um, it's good stuff. You can see the the bottles getting down there. So, <laughs> but it has been that. a little while. Yeah, it has been a little while. So, bring that out. And then Quantro bitters, uh, lemon juice, a little bit of simple syrup, and then I have a uh, a cherry and a uh, slice of lemon in there. Nice, getting all fancy. Yeah, so it's. Probably basically some kind of drink, but I'm not sure what. <laughs> well, you can make it up. You can I name know. it, claim it. It is yours. You know, it is a little bit extra bitter. You know, it's got the pucker too of uh, quite a bit of, uh, you know, citrus. Mm, so maybe yeah, sure. I'm going to call it the Oscar slap. Uh, Ooh, bold, bold. <laughs> I mean, 
If you're talking about the Oscars, you can't not talk about what happened, what everybody's talking yeah, about. I know. That slap I wasn't Bruno. We can't not talk about it. Yep. I'm sorry. That was a terrible inconville joke. <laughs> I'm a parent and it shows. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. What mean what are what are mom joke? Oh wait. My brother in law did invent he according to him what mom jokes are, but what are mom jokes? It's too in it's it's basically too offensive to say probably so oh, okay it, it's just like <laughs> off the it's, air it's, off the air yeah the, the after party <laughs> maybe i'll have him explain it to you it's okay it, it's it's pretty funny but <laughs> um but funny because it's so stupid okay um so anyways other than the oscars what do you uh what have you been up to this week what have you been consuming yeah, a variety of different things. Um, so last week, I believe we talked about, we both watched episode one of Apple TV's Physical, starring Rose Byrne. Um, and I enjoyed it so much that I just blew through the entire rest of the season and have now finished entirety of season one of Physical. Really loved it. Strong notes to end on. Um, but definitely some cliffhangers too, which is great because the show has been renewed for season two. So okay. I look forward to that. Nice. Yeah. Does it does it continue in the trajectory they lay out in the first episode? Does that feel honest to what happens in season yes. one? Yes. Um, so the show, I had to reset my expectations a little bit because I had talked about um for those of you, you know, who haven't seen the show, I'm I'm not really giving anything away here. It's kind of right in the uh, the adverts. Um, I thought the show was going to be a little bit more about the main character's journey with aerobics and like more focused on that. And there is a very sizable chunk that is definitely a main plot point. But I just thought that was just going to be sort of the big storyline. And it is uh -huh. a big storyline among other good big storylines. Okay. So. Yeah, I just had to cool. kind of like reframe what I expected from the show and I'm very happy with it. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see a show that has that's dramatic and not not every episode is an hour long. Mm -hmm. Um that's kinda nice to be able to pop in and watch something that's thirty minutes instead. So mm -hmm. yeah. No, it's good. It's I mean, I, I think it really found a great balance between like the darkly funny and darkly serious and then okay. you know giving us a little like aerobics eye candy kind of fun sure so. I, it, I yeah i probably would have watched another episode had i not misread and just thought no. you finished episode one <laughs> instead probably of season have. one yeah yeah mm -hmm. yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nope entire thing just uh couldn't couldn't press pause it was so good so nice um, another thing I couldn't really press pause on again, it just like was one of those seasons that just flowed and went together so well that I was kind of to the end before I knew it. Um, I started Wotakoi. Okay. Love is hard for otaku and finished the entire oh, season my God. one. I did that. I did the same thing. I thought you just started it. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. See that, I, see that I, little I, letter? It's called an S. Yes. Who are, wait, just, who are we joking about not knowing the alphabet earlier? It was me. <laughs> yeah. John's uh, going to learn his E's and his S's. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, 
Hey, you see, I was going to just read the manga. I thought, I thought, oh, you're starting this show. Maybe I'll read the manga it. because because it goes um, because I've, I've watched all of season one, but the manga mm. continues. So, um, OK. So then and I thought, well, you... I don't know if I need to rewatch the season, but sure. I could re- read it and then continue forth from there. So. Have you read the manga before any piece mm. of it or just like you just know that nope. it continues? Yep. I just okay. know it continues. It's like. I think half of it roughly is adapted from the manga. And so people are wondering if there'll be a season two or not. Um, but it'd be it, fun. It'd be the, yeah. It'd be a great, sh- a great show to continue because it's, it's done, you know, it's not like, Oh, is it going to go on forever sort of thing? Sure. So they, they have a clear path to a season two and, and then call it there. So um, Renato, thanks for jumping in chat. Hello. Hello. Hey. So what you, so you said you powered through it. Any other thoughts on Wotakoi? Um, yeah, just, it was cute. It was fun. It was, you know, as we were kind of talking about, it's just very like niche fandom, but well done for like what it's trying to appeal to. It's very, it's just like, it's just cute. It's well done, well executed. It's not like, oh my God, this is like among the greats of anime. Like, it's just like, hey, we know who we're appealing to. We're going to put out a quality product. Like it or not, you know, just mm-hmm. figure out if it's for you. And I thought it was for me. So Sure. Yeah, I um, I don't remember a, a ton of details, but I think that um, it's funny when I'm looking at the manga, they also recommend to me Sweat and Soap which oh. I'm in the middle of. <laughs> so you're um, like, yep, this is for me. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely, uh, that kind of thing. Well, I think what struck me is, you know, manga has every kind of possible sub genre you can imagine, mm-hmm. but not all of that gets made into anime. You know, there's right. a, a chunk of it, uh, like, you know, in Japan, you'll notice that it seems like everyone reads manga, but not everybody necessarily watches like gobs of anime. Right. So, um, Botakoi is a show that is featuring, you know, it's a romantic comedy, but it's featuring kind of adults more our age ish, mm-hmm. you know, so that's yeah. a little less common, you know, so often it's the high school mm-hmm. romantic comedy. Um, I did appreciate which, that. Yeah. And so that's the same as Sweat and Soap. It's like, it's not that like, I love the other ones, but at the same time, it's fun to have um, what's potentially a more recent and relatable um setting or situations you know it's often these kind of manga and anime are dealing with workplace situations mm-hmm. versus uh school place drama so yeah it, it's kind of a nice reminder that like these kinds of things don't necessarily just belong in high school like mm-hmm. and things don't stop after high school like adults are still kind of like big overgrown kids you know, we just we're yeah. we're not exactly high schoolers, but sometimes like we can feel like high schoolers or like, you know, you don't really see yourself yeah. as an adult. So it's like, yeah, I still do these like things like, you know, binge read manga or like go, you know, spend an entire weekend playing a game and forget to eat and be like, whoops, like, you know, that wasn't very adult of me, but OK. Yeah, I was wondering how that is for everybody. I'm sure it varies quite a bit on you know, when do you really see yourself as 
an adult? Like you're always, you know, it takes, I mean, it takes a while. It's such a good question. It is, right? Because, you know, I don't know if that's a more modern issue. Mm -hmm. And this maybe not something so prevalent 50 years ago. Sure. Um, I don't know um, for sure. I just know that it's easy to get stuck in your head that, you know, you're always the young one. And so right. someone else knows more and knows better and is you know, the elderly, whatever. And so you're never, you, you never feel like you're there. Mm -hmm. It's hard to transition for that point, but maybe, I don't know. It's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably a little bit of both in the sense of, you know, you can feel like a little bit of an imposter so, you know, you just don't feel like quite an adult sometimes. Like I have, I have my own child and I still don't feel like an adult fully all the time. Um, but sometimes it's nice because you're just like, you know, I'm still figuring things out and I give myself a break. And then sometimes it's like, man, I should really know this by now, or I should really be doing this more responsible thing that I'm not doing. And yeah. So, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, probably, probably just like 50 years ago, if you saw yourself as an adult automatically or society saw you an adult automatically at like 18 or 21 or whatever, you know, kind of threshold, arbitrary threshold that they assign you adulthood at. It was like, oh my God, like pressure's on. I'm, I'm, everybody just treats me like an adult. Like I'm supposed to know stuff right. and like, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of room to figure it out. So. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, what does it mean to be an adult? Like yeah. how are we defining that exactly? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think there can be lots of variations in people's minds about what is an adult, but you know, I think basic things are probably having your own household, whatever that looks like, whether it be an apartment or a townhouse or, you know, you're renting a condo or somebody's basement apartment, you know, whatever it is, you kind of run your own living space, take care of your physical needs, your basic needs, um, pay taxes, that kind of, you know adulting yep. stuff yep hmm. well yeah what well, a koi <laughs> yeah Season one. I, yeah I, deeper than you amazon? think it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did i did i watched it on amazon prime okay yeah <laughs> renata i i got distracted renata says my girlfriend said i'll be an adult when i get rid of my toys and he says that'll I don't be never believe her. <laughs> yeah. that'll be never <laughs> I, yeah, I think that, you know, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a side of me that's like, we've gone too far in modern society of like refusing to grow up mm, Sure. in it, quote unquote, grow up. But mm -hmm. at the same time, um, I don't know what the, the value in that is particularly if you're not letting whatever else it is, hinder your, yourself from living a balanced life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have, if you have friends, family connections, and you have a uh, regular work or uh, purpose given purpose giving role mm -hmm. and get regular sleep, mm -hmm. like, you know, the bills get paid like that to me is, you know, your healthy, balanced life. Mm -hmm. Does it, does it matter if you, I guess, 
on the weekends wear a onesie and play with choo-choo trains. I mean, that's <laughs> whatever you're John's into, I guess. just throwing out his hobbies there. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't really know that it does because, I mean, who cares if your hobbies, like you said, are throwing on a onesie and playing with choo-choo trains or doing woodworking or, you know, making TikTok videos, like whatever you want to do, it's all good. Like you said, mm-hmm. as long as you're, as long as you're not, you know, kind of being a burden or a drain or taking care of like your own needs and not to the detriment of, of your peers or, you know, potentially your family or society, then whatever, Yep. whatever you want to do. All right. Well, now that you've liked this so much, I highly recommend sweat and soap. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> It's it's not a, it's not an anime yet. It's uh okay. it's manga. Um, there is a live action live action series that is okay. has been made. That Interesting. I, yeah, I don't know. I I would recommend against it, but I have not seen it. So yeah, I mean, I think it would be easier to watch since there isn't an anime. You know what I mean? Like it would be right. It, everything is so much harder once you've you know watched it first in anime and then yeah. try to like transition but yeah i don't know well maybe maybe sometime next time i see you i'll just bring you the stack of like all 11 volumes and then they can read that yeah i'm slowly i'm slowly getting into more uh manga you know i mean my my introduction into like this entire world is is anime and um you know i'm always gonna gonna love the animated series but yeah slowly getting into more and more manga so We'll it's it nice whirl. to be able to like pick it up and put it down mm-hmm. kind of thing easier than video. You know? Right. It's that. So, um, okay. What else? So, I mean, sticking with anime just briefly, I did watch only episode one, episode one. E1. I read it correctly. Started. <laughs> My dress started, up darling. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which so far is pretty cute. Um, but you know, I'm I'm only one episode in, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fun so far. Um, I had put that I started. I well, I'll stick with started. I started West Side Story because um, I kind of felt like there were a couple of movies that ins- that I got inspired to watch from the Oscars last night, and since um, this was one of the first mentioned, uh, I just was like, oh, I'll just start with this one. Seems like an easy segue. Obviously, love musicals. West Side Story is based, based loosely on Romeo and Juliet. Who doesn't love Shakespeare? Obviously, this gal. Um, So, yeah. So, I started West Side Story. I'm about halfway through it. Very much liking it so far. Um, And then the other thing that I started and thought I was just going to start and then (laughs) took on a whole life of its own was the new season two of Bridgerton. And I have now finished that. So. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How many episodes is that? Eight. Okay. Eight hour long episodes. 40 minutes? Hours? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're doing the thing now where they're like pretty variable. Like hour long Mm, episodes can be like 42 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour and five minutes. Like I kind of like sometimes that there are feeling like there are no rules about that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like Mm -hmm. vaguely an hour and just kind of land somewhere around there. Yep. 
it's nice. It's, it's, you know, there's not that pressure to like cut the episode at a certain point. If you're like, no, you know, I think we're really going to need, you know, our extra 10 minutes or whatever. And then on the flip side, like we really don't need to push this to 54 minutes because we have a perfect 43 minute story. Great. Yep. No, that's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. It should be sure um cool yeah ashley is trying to get through that now because i canceled netflix so that was so shocking when i read that (laughs) (laughs) so you know i'm sure we'll bring it back at certain Mm -hmm. points you know they you know probably watch the new stranger things i'm guessing whenever that comes out so we'll just Mm. it'll be one of those things we'll turn on when applicable i think that's june or july okay i'm pretty sure so but it just renewed, so she should have time to watch it, and then yeah. it's not going to auto renew. So sure. And I'm trying to get rid of. Um, I think I'm gonna like. I think I can get rid of our Hulu, ESPN, mm-hmm. Disney Plus bundle, and just do UFC Fight Pass, and okay. then Disney Plus when absolutely necessary. So like. Okay. So if I want, you know, Moon Knight's coming this week. Mm-hmm. So I'll give that a shot. Uh, we'll see. And then I don't know what I'll want to watch next. Sure. So then I can probably turn it off. So. Sure. Yeah. Renato says, are we going back to cable? No, I don't need cable either. <laughs> <laughs> so what will you have then? So then it'll be yet. Um, it'll be Crunchyroll and HBO. Okay. And Amazon. Okay. Um, for video platforms. Mm-hmm. Be, oh, and Discovery Plus. Oh, okay. And Discovery Plus is going to be going back to, or it's going to be merging, I believe, with HBO. So it should be HBO Max and Discovery Plus. That should all be in one thing. Uh, under hbo coming this year i think interesting okay so that should be really give that service a a jolt i think you have apple tv too right oh yeah sorry okay okay i was like wait a minute i feel like there's something missing here yeah there's probably more (laughs) in there somewhere (laughs) i I I mean i mean there's gaming and streaming so i mean it's like apple tv plus is a given for me because it comes with the the bundle and uh you know, that I'm already going to be paying for no matter what. And then, um, what was the other one? That's like a given, uh, Oh, Amazon. I probably mm, wouldn't sure. choose to have Amazon prime video, but, but we just have Amazon there. prime. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. So, yep. And then we'll see. I've I, like, you know, our Hulu plus live TV stuff is like, you know, the bundle of stuff is $90 a month. Oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah. don't have live TV. We just have Hulu, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, and then ESPN Plus, but not live. No, it, right. Yeah. And it's it's nice that we can watch ridiculousness sometimes and we mm, can watch sure. South Park and some of that, you know, it like gets recorded. It's nice. But I don't know. There's enough other stuff. We need it. I'm just filling my life with garbage you know no. <laughs> not that i want to call south park garbage but <laughs> just saying it's just we don't need it i guess so sure 
We'll see. Well, well, you will not be offending this non-South Park fan. So, okay. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's I. I think it's one of the shows that's been most consistent for so many years. It's like The Simpsons. I understand last thing a lot of people liked. I that's never Chris's really got into family. it. Yeah, it, it definitely does seem like he kind of grew up with it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but to me, anytime I watch it, it's just not been my thing. Yeah, and I then always from saying it's very inconsistent. I always loved like the Treehouse of Horror episodes. I really loved those. Um, so when they do like the you know just total run of all of those around Halloween, that's absolutely my jam. But you could put on any Simpsons episode, and I'd be like, fine. Okay. And I know like your basic characters. I know some of your side characters. Yep. You know, but I I couldn't tell you a season, a plot line, a story, whatever. Sure. Well, it sounds like you got um, a lot watched this week. I did. I did. I, you know, I had very concentrated efforts <laughs> across a few shows and just like powered sure. through, watched it all. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be interested to see what you think of my address of Darling if you keep going on mm-hmm. that. Um, I um, watched a lot of anime this week, too. Yeah. Um Let's see. I I'm on episode. We'll finish episode nine of my dress up, darling. Mm-hmm. A little behind, just because we're watching in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all that's available at the moment. Yeah. Um, but season one of that did just wrap up, I think. So a couple more weeks, and I'll be done with that. Uh, don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro. That is on its uh, penultimate episode for the season. Excellent. So one more this week. Uh, that. That show is really growing on me a lot. I think it's really good. Um, it's just, I don't know, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Highly approved. Okay. Um, and then we were going to be doing some, well, I guess I want to jump away from anime for a second. We also were like kind of trying some other new ones, knowing our two romantic comedies are going to be wrapping up here soon. It's like, okay, what do we, what do we try next? Yeah. There's this one that, we're going to stick with watch the first three episodes of it. Rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai. I've seen that, not seen the show, but seen that as like a possible, like on my recommended or like, you know, if you like this, you might like, yeah, I've seen that before. Is it exactly like it sounds? Well, (laughs) I don't, I mean, by the title, no, by the title, I wouldn't, I don't know what to think by the title. I definitely think Bunny Girl. They're going to be Bunny Girl, or guess, right. but it it's not at all what I whatever I thought it was going to be. It's not that. Um, is it still comedic? It, it is comedic, but it's kind of okay. dry. So okay. it's just in, in Japanese. It's kind of um, like an it's an odd sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Their they their their delivery, as I say, is dry and kind of deadpan often and um it's emotional it's like it's well done uh i'm after three i'm very intrigued where it's gonna go because i feel like this three episode arc so much happened already Mm -hmm. Uh, um and there's been some seeming resolution like it's just been good it's been engrossing it's been uh like the stakes are high Mm-hmm. It's good. I like it. Excellent. Okay. So, 
maybe I'll try it out then. Cause yeah, like I said, it always came up on my, on my lists, but I was just like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to expect from this. So, well, it was, it, it's, it's funnily enough for something that has, uh, some fantastical elements to it. It's nice to have something that's a little more down to earth. Mm. Um, you know, I just always love changing that pace and it's mm-hmm. just a little more, a little more serious. So okay. Renato says he's about to start to be about anime. Is it good? I know he's, yeah, he's just, just trolling. You're just trolling Renato. <laughs> trying to, just trolling. trying to get a rise out of me trolling for, uh... for the big one. Yep. <laughs> um, what else should I say that did, um, Chris Mira's new comedy album I listened to, and then we were going to a haunted place this That's weekend right. or whatever. So we watched a ghost show, Ghost Town Terror, to kind of get ready for that. Yeah, one of the one of the people in that show is uh, was going to be at the event, so so it was fun. It was a good time. Like the people there are always so friendly, very nice, and um, willing to chat. The first night, you know, we had some really good conversations with people. There's a guy that's on the, the show, the Holzer files, Shane Pittman had a really good conversation with him. Got kind of philosophical. So it was fun. <laughs> yeah. And was the person from this ghost town terror show there? She was there too. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So. Well, fun. Yeah. Very fun. Um, okay. Well, that's, that's about it, I guess. Uh, I, I did more, but you know, I can't. Uh, I don't want to blather on about all the little things. I guess those were the meaningful things. I'll say. <laughs> and um, I suppose us, like everyone else on the internet, better talk about the lead story for the Oscars, right? Yes. I mean, I've literally heard a dozen people speak on this today or whatever. So yeah. we're not. Spreading any new territory here, probably. No, we don't have to belabor it, I suppose. But I am I'm interested in your thoughts. And, you know, we got to. So, yeah, let's, let's talk Oscars and uh, the slap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. um, OK, so I watched the entire Oscars last night, um, start to finish I mean, from like four o'clock watching fashion coverage, you know, right up till seven. How when, did you manage? Uh, Heavy um, amounts of alcohol. Yeah, I was going to say there was an entire Copious bottle of champagne amounts. at some point, you know, okay. that is no okay. longer. Um, but it was it was really fun. Um, you know, it really felt more normal again. Um, you know, everybody was was kind of excited to be there, be together, like be in person, giving interviews, talking about their shows, getting just like excited. It just felt like some fun was back. Um, okay. and, and before we get to the slap, which obviously we have to talk about. I do want to say that I felt like the show started out fun. Um, Do I think that the three hosts, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, do I think they're like legendary hosts? Probably not, but it was fun. They, They had a good time. They enjoyed themselves and I felt like it showed. I felt like they brought some good energy. Um, it felt almost like a weird mix between the Oscars and the Golden Globes. Um, So it felt like a little like, I don't know, we're just like loosening up a little bit, having a good time. Um, 
So I thought that I thought that they did well. I thought that they did a good job. I don't know that, you know, like I said, they're like legendary. Like when I think of like old school, like Billy Crystal and Steve Martin hosting the Oscars, like probably not on this level, but fine. Done well. No big like snafus. Um, so yeah, so I, I was really having a good time watching the show. I thought that they did a lot of great things to streamlines, um, you know, some of the, the categories getting a little long, acceptance speeches getting long, stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah. And then uh, the moment, um, so I was watching live and it was very unclear to me what exactly was going on. Sure. Chris Rock came up and, you know, he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and and her lack of hair. Um, and then, you know, there was like a camera cut and then like Will, there was like panning around the room and then sudden Will, suddenly Will Smith was walking on the stage. And I was like, is this a bit? Is this a thing? And then it wasn't quite clear exactly if Will Smith had actually made contact with Chris Rock. And then there was like a, another camera cut. The audio was gone. Um, there was like a, a second where Will Smith was walking back to his seat. The audio was still gone. The like Oscars logo flashed up. Um, and then suddenly you could see Will Smith shouting at Chris Rock from his seat, but you couldn't hear him. And then suddenly, finally, we got a cut back to Chris Rock. And him saying, what a night for television. Okay, I'm here to present, you know, documentary with an award. And right. I was just sitting there like, I I just don't even know. Like, was this staged? Was this a bit? Was this something gone wrong? Was this like, you know, Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson? And somebody was like thinking something was happening and somebody wasn't thinking something was happening. And we got to <laughs> cut away. Like, you know, just like. A debacle was this planned was this not planned um so yeah so i immediately like burst in on chris and was like dude i i don't know what just happened over here but this is the lowdown so we were googling i you know i was texting with you and uh both you and chris sent sent me finally the same like unedited clip where mm -hmm. chris rock you know, of course, makes a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith starring in G.I. Jane 2. Ha ha. She's bald. You know, she's good. She's got a shaved head. She's going to be starring in this movie. And uh, yeah, Will Smith does not think it's funny. Jada Pinkett Smith doesn't think it's funny. Will Smith walks up, flaps Chris Rock for real, I believe, um, walks back down. And then, of course, they have they have a an exchange with. Words coming out of Will Smith's mouth that, you know, I don't necessarily need to repeat on this podcast. So. Um, so that's the question. Is it, uh, is it real or is it uh, publicity? Is it real or faked? Uh, I, I am in the camp of real. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's a good look for either man. So no. I, I just don't think this would be a bit because I don't think anybody is laughing, finding it funny, you know? Well, it's not supposed no, to be like, funny though. No... It's supposed to draw attention. You know, the yeah, viewership not... spiked dramatically after the event, which, which would be a win for the Academy, 
But right. I don't think for either of these two men. And I think that if they're not smart enough to realize that it wouldn't be a win attention-wise for them, somebody in their representative circle, agent, manager, somebody would have to say, I don't think this is going to play out well for you. Because I don't well, think that the, based on the reception that I've seen, based on the feelings that I have about the situation, I don't think it came out looking well for either man. Well, I mean, we look at like Chris Rock, he he's there and all he has to do is like his job and make fun of people mm -hmm. uh, as a comedian and then not hit back. And Will Smith gets to go now and talk about all the work he gets to do on himself and, you know, appear on shows and get another round of, you know, I, I think it's probably real too, but I just like, I'm definitely, definitely see it around there. And I mean, it's the whole thing of, you know, any PR is good PR kind of thing. Um, and the Oscars is, have been on a major downslide in viewership mm -hmm. over the last, since I think 2014 just didn't been nose diving mm -hmm. so um yeah i mean i would guess we get an uptick next year in viewership at least for a little bit the mm -hmm. opening is someone gonna get slugged you know we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a brawl yeah yeah i, I mean it certainly infused um a level of drama you know into the night I I would hate to think it was planned by somebody within, you know, the Academy production line because it really has overshadowed the winners, you know, oh, yeah. the people who worked hard, won awards, you know, gave beautiful acceptance speeches, um, some very amazing trailblazing things happening. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, CODA picked up quite a few awards. Um, and it's sad that that's overshadowed by this drama that that's you happened. Know, overshadowed, but maybe more people will know about those films now. Because, you know, 90% of America would have no idea who won any of these things. And then now this thing and everybody is like, oh, yeah, the Oscars happened. Mm -hmm. This occurred there. Maybe someone bothers to see you know like in the news about the oscars maybe they see a movie or mm -hmm. something you know uh they look up a few things yeah you it's, know like it's certainly possible i just i just think like i hope that that's not it because sure. i feel like that's that's a pretty sad way to like try and yes get your ratings up and especially yes. at the expense of jada pinkett smith um who did not look amused and I highly doubt feels like any sort of post, you know, event, I don't know, clarity, um, or, you know, settledness satisfaction with what exactly happened and, and the joke that was made at her expense. And I have no idea how she feels, I guess, about her husband's reaction. And if that was something that was, you know, okay with her she felt defended she felt you know he was standing up for her or if she's embarrassed by it if she would have preferred he not you know what i mean like i have no idea how she's feeling about the entire thing and i think her well, her perspective's kind of getting lost in the everybody's talking about who who was in the right chris rock or will smith and kind of 
there there is a corner I think of social media remembering that like hey you know this was really um you know about Jada Pinkett Smith and like shouldn't we be like checking in and focusing on that and like seeing how she's doing instead of just like sitting here yelling at each other over who is right uh I will say it's odd how when Chris Rock said the joke Will Smith laughed. Yeah, he did. Jada Pinkett did not. Yeah. And so the impression I got was like, I, I've seen some, some memes going around. Someone did the uh, whole, like, um, you remember in, in uh, the Fellowship of the Ring, I think it is, there's those couple hobbits, there's the old man and his wife. And the oh, Gandalf yeah. and the kids set off the fireworks. Yeah, and he's chuckling he's like, <laughs> and he sees his wife. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so this one says is Chris Rock. He says, "Jada, I love you." GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. The guy Will Smith uh, laughs, and then Jada Pinkett's not having it and stares him down. And then yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, other people are like, "Wow, what a way to find out that uh, Chris Rock had." relations with jada pinkett smith so when people were jumping to that because will smith and jada have an open relationship mm-hmm. and so we were like well this this seems like such an overreaction and that as a defense from Ooh. like a pretty tame joke yeah like, so i i would highly doubt that um only because Chris Rock has made jokes about Jada Pinkett Smith before, and she has not seemed amused by it and has made some public comments that I feel I would, I would have a tough time believing unless it was like a long, long time ago pre these jokes. Um, I would have a tough time believing that happened. Yeah. Is there some sort of back and forth between the, just Mm -hmm. the Smith family in general? and chris rock or yeah so he he made some jokes at their expense when he was hosting i think in like 2016 or 17 um and uh they didn't find them particularly funny um so they had some words i don't i don't think it ever really got that heated it was just like he made a joke and they were like way to like capitalize on this thing that we were actually trying to like care about. And he was like, I'm a comedian. And they were like, yeah, but like, it's not funny. So like, you know, just like didn't really feel each other's points of view. They weren't like feeling the humor. He was like, it's just humor. Some people just don't, you know, that doesn't sit well with them and that's their right. You know, not everything has to be funny to everybody. Yeah, no, I I feel like I mean a part it's part of the reason I don't like I don't sit through the Oscars anymore. Mm-hmm. People take themselves too seriously. They can't laugh at themselves, and like it's I just don't want to watch these pious people that are really mm-hmm. like the scum of the earth on the large level. And I, so I I don't have I don't have sympathy for for them, and I definitely don't think no matter what he said that it was okay to walk on stage and slug someone. Um, yeah, well, slap, slap. But and he did apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he he did his weird. I'm going to cry all over the place in his acceptance speech. You know, um, I saw that as well. And then he did later. Now uh, I can read it. I can find it on his account. I'm sure. Apologized. Oh, yeah, he did apologize kind of more more clearly, which I do appreciate that he did. 
um, because I was highly disappointed in his apology during his acceptance speech. Because um, it, it was very general. It was like, I'm sorry to the Academy. I'm sorry to my fellow nominees. And then he kind of talked about how, like, God had called him in that moment to protect his family. And I just was like, oh, this is starting to venture into, like, excuse kind of territory. Um, right. I do want to clarify. I felt like back in 2016, 17, you know, the the jokes that Chris Rock made at, uh, I think, Will and Jada's expense um, were, were, I didn't find them particularly funny, but I felt they were pretty harmless and like they could have, you know, just rolled with it maybe and, and, uh, been like, whatever, he made a joke, haha. Um, and, and that was maybe kind of a little like, you, you don't need to be too serious because it was just about like a choice they had made. Um, I do want to, I do want to say that last night, I don't think that the joke Chris Rock made was funny at all. Um, mostly because Jada Pinkett Smith had shaved her head and she's been very vocal about the fact that she shaved it due to alopecia. Mm. And this is not her choice. Like she's been on this journey, just like losing her hair. It's freaked her out. It's really emotional. It's been really hard for her. Like, I just don't think that's, that's something that's funny. You know, joking sure. about somebody's like actual illness that they have and like this battle that they're they're fighting with something that's beyond their control. Um, I also don't think it's particularly funny because Chris Rock made a documentary in 2009 about black women and the struggles that they go through with regard to their hair and the kind of expectations that society puts on them, like the beauty industry that, you know, black that black women have kind of like been forced to buy into if they want good hair and if they want like acceptable beautiful hair so he has this and in the, in the documentary he actually interviewed a woman with alopecia who talked about like her struggles and her journey and how tough it was for her and she got pretty emotional and he got emotional so to like go from there and then like now you're going to be making a joke about this woman with alopecia like just didn't didn't feel okay to come from that place and then go to this one. Yeah, I think I think I would have had more issue with it um, if it was a bad comparison. It was like an unflattering comparison, you know, like oh, ready to see replace Skarsgård in the next Dune or something like that, you know, something. But it's like no, GI Jane, like it's a positive comparison, and you know, it's one of those things. Like obviously you can say, I think it's good to be able to, you know, deal with things with humor, but obviously not everybody does. So, or, or right. you're not at that point yet. Right. You know, but and comedy really isn't about people's feelings. And it's kind of like one of the thing when you, you know, it's, it's how you want to, you know, it's not necessarily a roast depends on how the comedian's going to do it. You know, obviously if you go to a roast, you're signing up for it. Right. You know? Right. And so it's kind of like, well, if you go to the Oscars, Depends on your host. Chris Rock isn't your host, you know, whatever, I suppose. So he's just a guest. So what's he, you know, what's he going to say kind of thing? But yeah, yeah, definitely going with different expectations, depending. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think, you know, for, for Jada in particular, like Chris Rock not being the host, it's like I don't go in expecting, you know, I maybe go in expecting to have a joke at my expense, but maybe not about this like very sensitive issue that I can't control. And so I don't know, for, for me, like that would just be one of the lines that, you know, maybe we just don't go there. Maybe don't joke 
about somebody else's like struggles and, and, you know, physical illness. Um, if you, if you're, if you're the person struggling and you decide you want to, you know, address that with humor, be my guest, like knock yourself out. If that's the way that you choose to deal with it. Great. Uh, you know, I'm all for that, but maybe don't like choose how somebody else deals with it because if they don't choose humor and you're trying to choose that for them, like that's, that's the point to me where that's not really acceptable. Sure. Now I do not want to say that like, just because he made what I think is a tasteless joke that in any way do I condone Will Smith's reaction. Cause I do not, that was not okay. Like full stop. Like he walked up and got physically violent and I don't, I guess I don't know if that technically qualifies as assault, but it could. And I don't think well, that that's ever okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, you know, in the letter of the law, I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what that qualifies as, but yeah, if it does, authorities like, said, okay. uh, said, uh, Chris Rock isn't pressing charges, you know, and so mm-hmm. they're there for a further investigation should the, he do so, but yep. All right, here is uh, here is Will Smith's further statement, and then we can mm-hmm. uh, continue with what I think is the best part of the Oscars, the fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly... Apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I wanted to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I'd also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress, sincerely, Will. So that's the official statement. There it is. Uh, it was, that is definitely better than, I think, again, his acceptance speech last night. I, I felt like he was very rattled and just like not, not knowing where to jump. Like, I feel like he maybe had a prepared speech for his acceptance and then was like, Oh, but I got to address this thing. But right. now I got to like talk about my speech and I got to thank people. And he, he just like clearly did not know where he was going with any of it last night. Um, so I was a little disappointed that, you know, he just didn't, you know, come out immediately and say, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, physical violence is never the answer to anything and I shouldn't have done it. I, I appreciate that he has now done so. Um, you know, obviously, like I, I think in the world of apologies, it's better late than never. Um, and it's it's something you should do to own up to your actions. I don't maybe love the I'm a work in progress. It feels a little like, you know, kind of excusing, but well o- I, overall overall I don't find much excusing of himself in that statement. Um, so I guess I'd be willing to let it slide, but I don't love that. And well, I never love the like, you know, you know, the I know it's nice to say and we can say it to our kids and stuff, but it's not real. Like violence is never the answer. Well, in almost all circumstances, it's not the answer, but never is more like specific to his situation of like, you know, violence violence is not the action, the course of action. 
a gentleman or responsible human being should be taking. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would have maybe appreciated a little nod to like the specific, like if someone has, you know, it may, made what I feel is an insult at my wife. Like I shouldn't be responding with my fists. I should be responding yep. with my words. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. We have fashion to cover. Yes. It's been a while. Maybe I do. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. I, cause I, like I said, I watched from like four to seven o'clock, like three hours of fashion coverage because why not? Why not just have some like frivolity and fun? Um, I do want to say that for, for all the, you know, drama and the, the, um, kind of expression of, you know, I wish these two, two men would have acted, you know, in a more classy way in, in however you feel about that, you know, to varying degrees. Um, the Oscars definitely closed on a super classy note, Lady Gaga. She came out to present best picture with Liza Minnelli, who's clearly suffering from some health issues and was in a wheelchair and was just you know, kind of struggling, um, presenting and, and was just kind of like unsure of herself and maybe feeling a little frail. And Lady Gaga was just this calm, soothing presence. And she was just like, I got you. We're going to do this. Like, you know, everybody check it out. I'm here with living legend Liza Minnelli. She was just so warm and, and I think comforting and made everybody feel at ease and just made like Liza the focus and just like celebrated her. And it was just, honestly one of the classiest moments so cool yeah kudos nice. kudos to lady gaga because that was really a beautiful way to wrap up the show yeah what a turn for for lady gaga you know yeah. it's like this star that's just gonna be all glitter and Shock raunchy value dance music. yeah really <laughs> the insane fashion and yep. it's just like she's grown to see that she's a little more you know yeah real, yeah my mom real talent for sure yeah my mom and i were just talking about this this afternoon and she was just like yeah i was definitely one of those people you know who judged her very early on and was just like oh her music's not for me or like crazy fashion and she's just you know really shown me what a what a classy woman she is mm. and you know i regret that like i judged her so soon i was like ah that was sure. cool go mom mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with the fashion, um, I think so. Alan has a, a running list for us here, a yeah. slideshow of uh, some picks, something to say good or bad about uh, mm -hmm. about each one of them. We certainly can't cover them all, but mm -hmm. uh, we'll um, we'll do what we can with uh, I, I, I wouldn't I didn't get to see the whole thing. Um, uh, fashion coverage. What did you watch for fashion coverage? Did you watch E or something like I that? I did. I did. I watched E. Um, yeah. So I tried, so E was on first. So, you know, that always helps. Um, and then I tried watching a little bit of ABC coverage and just wasn't feeling their hosts. Um, okay. I, I didn't particularly care for Vanessa Hudgens and I believe it's Sophia Carson. Um, so I just I was sticking with E because I thought Laverne Cox did an absolutely wonderful job every time she was like on the red carpet interviewing someone, you know, she was asking them these really pointed questions and, you know, kind of bringing out like details that they were telling her in their answers and like, you know, kind of really having a real conversation, showing she was paying attention to them. So I was just really sure. interested in that coverage. Cool. 
Well, first up here, we have Mr. Andrew Garfield, a Spider-Man himself. He's really gotten back into the spotlight (laughs) of late. Yeah, Um, he's got several movies and TV shows either out or about to come out. He's got a new new one that's it's like something under heaven. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to totally butcher that. What's what he's got coming out. But yeah, he's obviously here for Tick, Tick, Boom, which yeah. I did not realize at first uh, was a musical. Oh, OK, so under the sings. banner of heaven, I had two words. Correct. Nice. <laughs> when, when's that happening? When's that hitting? Um, that is it says since 2022 that's uh under the ban of heaven stream on hulu fx network so it's tv show oh it It is april 28th april 28th okay so it's coming out soon and it's a true crime i don't really know what it's about but i know i've been seeing that pop up everywhere nice well andrew garfield um yeah he was gone for quite a while now he seems to be back um i was bothered by his necktie yes like i let it's not that i'm so opposed to that necktie with certain things but it didn't work with this outfit no seem you know and and i loved so much of his outfit until the necktie yeah and and it's not that I don't love that men are playing with fashion more um, and that there, you know, there weren't some fun, different neckties on the red carpet. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think there were like some ascots, some people um, in skinny ties, bow ties, like um, Cody Smith McPhee had like a, a necklace tie and it, it was amazing. We'll get to I, him. I loved it. Um, so yeah, so I love that. Like there's, definitely a sense of playfulness and more fun but yeah unfortunately for andrew garfield i don't know if it's like the shininess of the material maybe it needed to also be like a dark velvet maybe the the bow needed to be i don't know laying down more you know it just feels like a casual professor thing you're wearing like a tweed jacket and white shirt and you've got kind of some limp sort of bow tie i don't know what the name of the style is but it's no you're right it's very limp and i think it has to do with the material i think if it was a more structured material it would feel like there's more of a presence there instead of just kind of like a wimpy you know whatever this is sure it's it's just it's not standing out against the like smooth elegant velvet of his jacket so yep Almost Andrew Garfield, like super close. <laughs> there were some good things happening here, but just not quite with that necktie. Yep. Yep. Um, next on our list, I think we've got. Um, so I I don't know this person. Love. Ariana DeBose. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, she's got a terrible speaker company named after. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I missed one. Um. Uh, I missed Renato's comment. Sorry. Oh, Simulu suit is also gorgeous. Yes, we'll talk about him. Yes, uh, we will get we'll there. Get there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, evil KFC twin. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, red. I mean, as we're gonna see, red was definitely a color of the night for men and women. Um, mm-hmm. I, just, I saw tons of red dresses and red or maroon 
you know, suits, tuxes. So uh, this to me is an example of the red trend done very, very well. I love it. It looks comfortable, but stylish. Like that cape, I, I just love everything about it because I love to imagine like I would be throwing it around, like, you know, carrying it, like sweeping it behind me dramatically. I love it. It's so much fun. And I think her beauty look is like glamorous, but like leaves the focus on her clothes and her jewels, which are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So this to me was one of my favorite looks. This is gr- I, initially I kind of discarded it. It's kind of grown on me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like the cape thing so much. Sure. Um, that feels like a lot. And then did someone else do this sort of cup too? Yes. Oh my gosh. So Tracy Ellis I, Ross has this same cup, but no straps. Okay. And I spent the entire night terrified for her because she uh, <laughs> has more in the chest than Ariana DeBose does. Oh, and I was terrified a, that she was going to fall out. Terrified. Sitcom, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Blackish. Okay. Yes. So I saw, so, yes, I saw her. That's who that's. Yeah. That's what yes. I was talking about. I, I don't, I don't really like the the cut. I think it does. It doesn't actually. I think help with your bust. It mm-hmm. seems like it. It shrinks it somehow because it's not pushing up. Yeah. It's just setting. You know, and yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I, it's that's particularly flattering. Even though sure. I like the kind of silhouette of it of the whole thing. You know, with their pants and stuff. But sure. Yeah. I. Th- I. To me, it, it works here because, like, in a pantsuit, it's generally not about like showing off your chest. You know, there's a lot of like the chest is usually flat when you see like a deep V cut in like a menswear suit, or you know, when you have like that pantsuit silhouette it's not it's not the same as like a dress where you kind of like enhance that so it sort of works here for me i i do see what you're saying like there can because be... they're showing them so much like again yep. you're saying like you normally wouldn't but they're they're out there right so like i love i love it when it's like the full length the silhouette to me looks great but yeah on the close-up it can look a little like oh they're just you know flat mm-hmm. and kind of hanging funny um yeah. for lack of better terminology but yeah, I just, I, I think this is a, a fun play on, you know, like the cape trend we've seen before, sure. But this is just like a more dramatic, more fun, casual, but somehow still formal enough for the Oscars and, and you know, making a risk. Sure. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Cool. Um, Up next, we've got, I think, uh, Billy. Yeah, Billy Eilish. This is on my no list. This is on my no list. I mean, yeah. look at that. Look at that pullback shot. I, I first was like, I don't like the hair even, but I, I, in, I do like the hair actually. In and the, the close up, some of that. In the close up, it's really fun. Like if she were just like modeling those rings yeah. for an ad, I would love mm-hmm. this. This is like fun, and she's got like you know the like model like look at my you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So on the close up shot, it works all together. Absolutely not. No. Yep. No, this... I don't know what's that's one of my worst dressed picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would have to put her up there on my worst dressed as well. Um I I think her blunt style is doing her no favors with the dress. Um mm-hmm. and we could have maybe made that hairstyle work with something else. 
but but two, yeah. on it on it together it's too dark the, the hairstyle doesn't seem to match even with what she's wearing which i think to even try and begin to pull off you would want an updo so yeah it just all looks kind of like down drawn dark not flattering do you think she'll ever find a good look <laughs> I've seen like, her in a couple of good looks, but okay. it's, it's just so, it, it's just not like her thing, really. She I just mean, kind I of like wears we'll... whatever, and she's just right. not like, I don't really concern myself with people's opinions, and that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what, wear whatever you want to wear. Um, but yeah, she's just not really ever kind of pulled off like red carpet darling. No, no. Yeah, I always think her looks are strange choices, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure for some people the allure is like you say, she's it's supposed to not look like she cares, you yeah. know. So that's that's the thing, I guess. <laughs> um, next person we have talked about already. Um, but we have not talked about her fashion. Yes. Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. So thoughts. Yeah, so this came to me, so I, I made like categories, like my loves, my likes, my dislikes, uh, slash hates, because a lot of them were like too close to call between dislike and hate. Um, but okay. then I also have my little curate's egg, which is, there are some good things, but they are mostly outweighed by bad things. Okay. Um, and this, yeah. and that's what this falls into for me. I agree. 100%. This, this is a beautiful color. And mm -hmm. like against her skin tone looks gorgeous. I love her makeup and I love her jewelry. I could not pull these things off. There is like an interesting movement to her train, especially when you see her like directly from the side where it's like front to back. There's mm -hmm. an interesting movement in the skirt. And that's all I have to say positive because this dress is like drowning her. Um, it's doing no favors in the like bunchy material on top. It's, you know, not giving her much. It's kind of swallowing her is how I feel. Sure. This dress is like slowly swallowing her and it looks interesting as like a structure, but not as something to be worn. You know, we just used uh, like, I think frozen spinach. <laughs> uh, to make lasagna yeah. and you had to kind of drain it and stuff. No, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. I think that's what we got going here. I, I like I also this. I don't love for... her. Sorry, I'm just going to say it real quick. I also don't love her like non-matchy green shoe. Mm. Okay. It's like green, but it's not the right color green, but also doesn't sure. like match her earrings or anything. Compliment. So mm. yeah, not loving that. I, I think there was something to be said for the the top part of it. I actually think there could have been something, this could have been something good. The train is what drives me insane. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I'm reminded of the Nilf guardian armor in the first season of the Witcher that everybody oh. kind of complained about. And yeah. that it's like, didn't look anything like they're used to. Yeah. Um, so I had that and it, like, there was some other, something else kind of matrix about it. Mm -hmm. And with like connection to the matrix, I thought that was kind of interesting, but yeah, get rid of the train, keep the slender form going. Like what if this was a, I don't know, like a 
cut off at the knees kind of thing mm-hmm. really showed her shape but then like it did a, a tall slit on one yeah. side to like spice really it fun. up a bit more something else this just looks inconvenient <laughs> and like frozen spinach well and I mean, I watched her, you know, pose on the red carpet and I mean, she was just like inching along because, you know, you can't move in this dress and it looked like a struggle for her. So I just, I mean, kudos for figuring it all out, but it just does not look fun to wear. Yep. Uh, Renato said the exact same thing. He says big kale vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Big kale vibes. (laughs) Big kale energy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that I don't know if I who wants that energy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the lesson. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is someone that I think I saw quite a few people pretty excited mm, about. Yeah. Jessica Chastain. So mm-hmm. you've talked about some of the trends uh, that were set for the night. Mm-hmm. Let's say she follows along with some. Uh, yeah, she follows along with two big ones, which is uh, plunging necklines. And metallics. Um, it was mostly silvers, but you know she's got like a rose gold going on here, which I love because that's not you know kind of a hue we've seen terribly often. And then kind of like melting into that ombre into lilac. That's kind of fun there. Um, yeah. yeah. I something I don't. I, something else needs to happen here. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I had it on my likes. I didn't love okay. it. Yeah. You know, she looks I mean, good. I was like, she, she's beautiful. She, she looks you know, amazing. Her styling like is beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah, the colors complement her skin and hair very well. Um, so I kind of feel about this dress, and I and I couldn't kind of pinpoint it at first, but I was like, I, I feel like this is somehow very safe. Um, and I feel like I've seen something like this before that I've liked better. And I realized, um, it's Zoe Saldana from a couple of years ago had these, this same kind of color structure going Mm. on. It was like a champagne to lilac and then it flared out into black and it had like this same kind of, you know, what's going on at the end of her dress at Jessica Chastain's. She had multiple layers of it and I liked her dress better. Okay. And I think that's why I like this dress, but I don't love it. Was it the, I'm trying to find what, when you re, you'd be referring to. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, is it, I'm, I'm going to send this into the chat here. Sure. And see if, uh, is that. Yep. Lovely? That's it. Okay. That's okay. it. Yep. yep I see what you're the saying. Same like champagne to, to lilac to, and then in Zoe's it goes to deep purple and then to black. And I know that was a very mm-hmm. divisive pick. You know, people loved it or hated it. I was in the camp that loved it because it was fun. It was structured. Like it was different silhouette. She looked amazing mm-hmm. in it. And this to me just feels like a toned down version of that dress. Yeah. I mean, I like the, um, I like the top on, jessica's here but the bottom mm-hmm. maybe feels just a little bit too much nightgown mm-hmm. it's um, heavy yeah you and like you said the zoe is here does have more structure mm-hmm. so i mean i get that you know jessica's going on her form to you know you do form fitting so then that's your structure yeah. i guess but but yeah yeah i was okay with it just didn't yep. like just didn't wow me yeah so. yeah she did well um but like i said mm-hmm. it somehow felt safe 
Yep. Um, still in the J's, if no one's noticed here. Uh, we're <laughs> Jesse, I think is mm. next. Mm-hmm. This one I had to put That's in here because I had I had to put in uh, ones I really didn't like. Yep. And the hair is killing me here. This oh, is God, it's awful. rough. And the like pay it, pasty kind of matte makeup thing. I was yeah. not looking good. No, no. Even her jewelry is just sort of like the same tone as her hair. Like it's mm-hmm. just all blending in a not complimentary yeah. way. There's there's nothing that stands out about this. You know, there's no wow moment. There's no like, ooh, like I'm going to draw attention to, you know, my makeup or the hairstyle or the dress. You know, there's no standouts here. It's all just kind of melting together into very bland person wearing clothes. So Jessie Buckley, is she nominated? Buckley, for okay. Yep, she is was she nominated for Supporting Actress, I believe – Oh God, the lost daughter. Okay. okay. Alan can maybe verify that, but um, I believe uh, that was the the script that Maggie Gyllenhaal penned. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she she was um, you know, kind of going for something that was trending for the night. She's got a pale pink dress, and there were a lot of pink dresses yep. also on the red carpet. Um, but hers is unfortunately my least favorite yep yeah you're right the lost daughter yep okay great so um and then next is uh another pick that i had to put in here for i do not like julianne huff i was not a fan this again it's the miss makeup she looks creepy with this this is not peeling i i agree with you and i'm and i'm gonna i'm gonna say this again this is a look that has already been done better. Mm. This is this is almost a direct copycat, I feel like, of Michelle Williams' like famous uh, gown of the same hue and red lip that she wore, I believe, to the Oscars. God, it's got to be back in like 2012. Um, but she's she's got the same like you know kind of mustardy, maybe canary. I can't quite tell the hue, you know, don't at me for, for my dyes because I don't know my colors all the time. Um, but Michelle Williams did this exact look, had the exact same, like kind of a red bold lip, had better hair and kind of better everything else. So I'm, well, I'm sad you know, about this. We need those. Cause then we have the, who did it better segments. That's what yeah. We, uh, it's, it's obviously Michelle who wore Williams. It better. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. To, sorry to tell you. All right, this next one I put in here because uh, I saw it on your list. Um, Ooh, yeah, okay. This sorry, is I'm a very weird-looking guy. Like, okay. A very weird-looking... Oh, Cody! Yes, Cody Smith-McPhee. I love it. So here is Michelle Williams. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yep. And you can't see it very well, but she's got the exact same bold red lip. And but she's got like mm-hmm. gorgeous jewelry, like soft, wavy, feminine hair. Like it's all better than Julianne Huff just did. All nice. right, so Cody so Smith McPhee, yes, yeah, Power um, of the Dog, which I have not okay. seen, was nominated for a bunch of awards last night. I believe he was supporting actor. So yeah, he was he was a bunch of fun to me. Not only because I love 
the like risk with color. Um, I thought the fit of his suit was really nice, especially on such a tall guy. That's got to be, you know, difficult sometimes proportionally to like kind of feel like I'm tall, but I don't want to feel like things are too tall, too long, too short. Um, So I felt like his tailoring work was done well. He's got like this necklace in for a necktie. He's got like fun earrings. His his uh, rings were matching his earrings and matching his necklace. And then he had this, he was so excited about this like watch that he had where like, like diamond pieces were falling inside to tell the time. And it was just like, Oh, I did see something about that. Yeah. yeah, He was so jazzed about it. Um, But yeah, I just, I, I appreciate the risk he took. And I think it was one of the risks with color that paid off. There were some gentlemen who I appreciated played with color, played with pattern, but I just felt like here, this was something new and unique and not like the, there's a danger with baby blue that you can be like, Ooh, it's like scary, weird, like eighties prom. And he, he looks edgy enough to like, not, you know, kind of like shift away those kind of mentions. So. I think when I first saw this, it was, it was more him that kept me from saying this is a good look. If I'm sure. more honest with the fashion itself, like if I saw Roger Moore in his prime in this, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there we go. You kind of right. got that, this, this style of jacket going. I'd like it. I, I don't <laughs> love the shoes. I don't uh, love the shoes either. I will give you that. Kind of, they look kind of unnecessarily heavy. Yep. Sort of a weird bulk. There's kind them. of a, there's kind of a platformy, chunky nineties heel vibe. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, not really necessary, but I just I love everything else about it. So I was just I was digging it. Cool. Um, then we've got uh let's see. Oh, okay. So this this <laughs> is this is Kristen Stewart from the after party. She looks this amazing. Is, yes. This so, is a great look. I'm gonna come out to everybody as a Kristen Stewart stan right now. Uh <laughs> I I had I told my hairdresser a while ago last time I saw her I was like you know it was funny because she used to work there at the mall there was a Sam Goody or you know whatever and change names it's like they do FYE mm-hmm. all that stuff and it was going out of business and this was around the time the Twilight movies were coming out I think the first one yet and uh, they had a cardboard cutout, cardboard standee of Kristen Stewart from Twilight. <laughs> so who do you think bought it? Because everything had to go. I did. And I yeah, carried it around did. them all. And uh, <laughs> I don't know where it's gone now. Believe <laughs> me, if I knew where it was, I would have brought it on the show. For show and tell here. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Kristen Stewart, um, this is the after party look. Mm-hmm. I think I, I can't complain about anything. Like the, the updo messy look mm-hmm. is great. And the makeup is makeup. clean. Yep, on you point. Know, the outfit sticks with the deep plunge theme you're talking, mm-hmm. and uh, it's sultry and form fitting. Can't yeah. complain. Yeah, she looks great. So, um, we can stick on the Kristen Stewart topic for you know the rest of the night, or at least for this next one. <laughs> um, so here's our main red carpet look, and um, again, I so I don't know. This fits her. It's what she should be. It feels very kind of rocker. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I am absolutely in love with her jewelry. That necklace is yeah. amazing. 
amazing. Um, like you said, I love that this look is very her. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the way that it fits, um, especially like everything up top. I think it's like very bold to to wear a shirt, but then have it buttoned down like only at the last button. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so often we see like the menswear trend where, you know, it's like a deep plunge, but you know, you still got a couple or there's no shirt. So to like yep. kind of have something work, like you're wearing a shirt, but it's unbuttoned. I, I love it. I think she totally pulls it off. I love the hair. I love the makeup. I love the shoes. My, my only like little thing is I wish the shorts were just like a teeny bit longer. Just was, like a yep, teeny, I agree. teeny, teeny bit. I agree. It is just it, for balance. Like, yeah, yes. I, I you know, the I get that weird. you show it's the too, long legs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost blending with the jacket. Yep. Yep, that's my only my only small knock against it is I just wish there was a little more to the short because you're right, proportionally it just looks very very unbalanced. There's there's just a little bit too much leg. But yep. If if I wasn't you know I want to sit we're going to get to our best best in show. I we're going to have to say our best in show at the end, but everybody <laughs> bookmark this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um you had mentioned her earlier now mm-hmm. uh, as in hosting the uh, like red carpet <sighs> yes. stuff. Yes, Laverne Cox. Oh my gosh, I love this. Um, I love this like very different silhouette. Um, I love that it was like black was also a huge trend last night, but a lot of the black looks were like kind of like Billie Eilish, like very big huge swallow you kind of gowns. And we kind of have that here with this, you know, amazing like stole that she's got going on there, but it's like structured and fun. And I love that the, the stole is a different color. I mean, I guess I don't know if it's a stole or a Cape. It's kind of the, the in between, but I love that it's like a different color because it actually like sets off the structured deep velvet of her gown so it doesn't look like this black blob is just like swallowing her. It's a coordinated, fun, glamorous look. And props to her makeup team. I think, you know, this is a very just yeah. like classic reserved beauty that lets like her jewels, her earrings and her velvet gown and her hair shine. Um, also props to whoever thought about the fact that she was going to be facing sideways you know, basically for the entire night as she interviews people. So like sometimes something can look great from the front or from the back and you like turn to the side and like a hairstyle gets weird or like the earrings don't look, you know, quite right. Um, She looked great in profile. So I just like appreciated that somebody I feel like clearly thought about this and put together a solid look from from all angles for her. Yeah, I don't know if I love. I think maybe I'd like it more without the cape. Sure. Um, and that's I, I mean I how really she did like the red deep... carpet. Yeah. Interviews. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was like a fun moment for her to pose and then just kind of like, okay, shed the cape. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Next. Um. I don't know this person. I don't think. Billy James. Yeah. Should I know this person? Oh, man, I'm trying to think, you know, I mean, I just watched her in Pam and Tommy. 
Um, oh, that's right. In, yeah, yeah. She's in the live okay. action Cinderella. She was in the second Mamma Mia. Um, I know I'm. I know I'm forgetting like probably a million trillion things that she's been in that's been bigger. She was in the like kind of spooky thriller Rebecca recently. Um, Renato says Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. She was cousin Rose. Um, Towns is the- Baby Driver. Oh, I didn't know she was in Baby Driver. That's interesting. Okay, so she's in a bunch of stuff. A bunch yeah, of stuff that I haven't seen, but she's in, a, uh, she's in a lot of kind of random stuff. I'm surprised I haven't like heard of it or all then, but um, I I liked this. I thought it was it stood out from others. It still went with the pink kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, so it kind of fit with that color. But um, maybe it's a little too simple or something. But I feel I don't know. It feels the right balance of sultry and classy. Yeah, um, I thought it was I thought it was a fun take on the pink trend. Um, there was a lot of like pink satin, and I appreciated that. You know, she had a gown that was like, "Hey, we're gonna go with pink, but also like give us some texture with the lace, give us some layers with you know, kind of the dramatic flare out skirt." Um, she had a statement necklace, which I think, if any jewelry was you know the focal point last night, it was necklaces. There were a lot of like kind of statement necklace pieces. Yeah. Um, so she she was following some good trends. Um, and then I, I was just listening to her interview and she was, you know, kind of like, you know, I like to dress on the red carpet as a take on a character I've just been playing. And they were kind of rolling through her previous, you know, red carpet looks. And mm. she did a lot of like Cinderella stuff when she was in the live action Cinderella here. She was like, I was kind of going for like 90s, you know, Barbie sex pot glam as I just came off playing Pamela, but, you know, again, a little bit more me as well, because, sure. you know, it's me and the character. So I just kind of felt like that was a fun story she was telling. And I yeah. got that. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel um, doesn't feel like she's reaching. She's trying to make mm-hmm. up something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, I'm just like, it's me and my character that I've just recently played. It's, uh, you know, a little bit of both of us. Yep. So. All right, uh, next, another L. We got uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I think, is coming. Yes. And um, I I don't like this dress, but I like the hair a lot. I love her hair. I love her glam. I like the dress. Um, I just think, like, it's fun. It's got movement. It's got, like, just, like, sparkle without being a ton. And I think it fits her well. I like that she did not go for a plunging neckline and kind of went with a three-quarter sleeve to give us a little bit of a different silhouette. So I was, by the end of the night, like, seeing so many Hollywood chests right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate, you know. Hey, you got to do it when you're young. You do got to do it when you're young. You do got to do it when you're young. But it is fun yeah. when somebody, like, comes in and mixes it up. Also, though, without being like maybe Billie Eilish's like trash bag of, you know, (laughs) you know, a hefty gown. Storm cloud. Um, Exactly. Thank you. A storm cloud. So, yeah, I I thought it was fun, youthful, and I just I loved her whole look tied together. Cool. Um, Next one, Maggie G. Maggie Gyllenhaal. (laughs) I think I saw some people pointing out that they liked this dress i mean it is an interesting silhouette but the upstairs wrecks everything that might have been with the lower because what is happening here it's like she's trying is the letter t 
Yes, she is. Um, maybe that's her middle name. Maggie uh, Teresa Gyllenhaal. I don't know. Uh, Renato says code hangers. Yeah, I don't know. She looks like she's yeah. trying to be recently deceased. <laughs> like, I just, she's so pale. The red lip makes her look more yeah. pale. The the short hair is not working for just like, I don't know. I, I am not, I am not a fan. I saw no. this and I, I gasped. No. Um, and I think Maggie Gyllenhaal is another person who's, you know, spent her entire career just being like, I'm going to wear whatever I want on the red carpet. And, you know, I always make worse dress lists and I don't care. You know, she's, <laughs> I mean, she, she really does. She, she makes worse dress lists a lot of the time. Cause she just like puts on a dress and she's like, whatever, if I, you know, I'm wearing something five sizes too big and like a loud garish color, I don't care. And now if I'm, you know, part of the recently undead, I don't care. If I'm the letter you know, T, I don't care. If you get to the, be known for being on the worst dress list and then you actively try to not be on the worst, worst dress list, then, and you don't manage to make it, then Somehow worse. Bad. Right. So if you just are going to embrace it and say, yeah, I, I mean, it really hurts me deep inside, but I'm going to say mm-hmm. it's, I'm fine. It doesn't matter. And, and then it's going to take off some pressure too. Right. And you just not, you don't look at the, you know. Right. The, the reviews next the next day. day yeah. Yep. The best and worst. Yeah. I mean, in, in a way it would be freeing to just be like, whatever, I'll just, I'll literally wear whatever. But yeah, like you said, if you ever wanted to just like try to just, you know, I'm just going to pick something pretty, like literally pretty, mm-hmm. people would be like, mm, I don't know, like, what are, we, <laughs> what are we going for here? What are we doing? Like, why, why is this, you know, happening? Yes. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, overall, just definitely not a fan of this look, unfortunately. All right, we got enough. No we got a few left. We'll try to we'll try to pound through here. Sure. Um, I hope uh, Renato. I hope you're enjoying the fashion. Um, <laughs> next, uh, Maya Rudolph. I had to put in here too for like, what is happening here? Why? I love She's how this close up and far away. Too. Oh, absolutely. I love how close up and far away. This is two different shades of orange. I know it's it. Well, it, it, I just, I found two images. Clearly, yeah. uh, photographers had two different views on what, but yeah, depending it was. on the lighting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, and uh, neither one is doing matter. her any favors. Correct. It's not, it's not helping. <laughs> I mean, you're a wannabe mocking a monk on the left, and, uh, and you're going to, you're, you're going to lay down by the fireplace in the 70s. right you know yeah yeah i feel that i feel both of those scenarios and neither are good yeah Yeah. uh next i'll be interested in your take here nicole kidman Ooh, disregard her husband because i can't stand his face and his hair i know i hate it's always trash um so she is another one of my categories that i i classified as curate's egg because Her beauty look, I like. I love her hair, yes. especially. Um, mm-hmm. I love her jewels. Yep. I love the color of this dress, and I think she can rock a column dress. Just not this one. I don't like the combo, like, peplum poof, and also tails. 
Yeah, it's it's right. there's too much like unique things happening in this dress and they don't come together well. Yeah. No, I I like if I'd seen her just from the the navel up, I'd be like, oh, looking yeah. good. Yeah, would have been but fine. And the the like um pop over waist and then some sort of weird bow tails. Yeah, it's not yeah. Mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. So no, no. It didn't come together. It didn't. I mean, I wouldn't put her in the worst dressed, but no. it's it's just not good. Well, it's hard to beat my do better and uh Billy Eilish. Yeah, right true, now, so. true. Yeah, no, it's right. just we've seen her do better. She can do better. And this just oh, yeah. wasn't it. Yep. We've seen her do better in her AMC intros. Yeah. yeah Welcome to absolutely. AMC where we yes. the movies are magic and yes. whatever. We come together for the silver screen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we've got uh Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. which I saw some people saying they liked a lot, but I following the metallic trend. Don't dig it. Yeah, I don't. I guess. don't either. This is this is another like could have been okay, and then just when you see it all together, doesn't feel good. You know, like I don't mind her in right. silver. Like I don't think it's like the silver that is distracting from her look, you know, I don't think it's like, Oh, right. this is a terrible no. color for you or anything. Um, her beauty is fine. Like her hair is fine, but yep. it just all comes together and it just is like, Oh no. Yeah. There is, um, something I had taken note of. Um, I can't find where, where it went, but there's something with like this, the kind of streaks and streams and stuff that I feel in this and in a few other things that kind mm-hmm. of uh, seem like a trend to me. It's like pleated um, kind of. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, lots of wavy flowing kind of long lines and, and different stuff. So yeah, yeah it's and some I, and trends, think, but doesn't come together for her. Yeah. I think other people just did that like pleated wavy feminine wave better mm-hmm. yep uh i don't think i know this person either rachel zegler yes um lead in west side story she plays maria so what do you think uh here not digging it um she okay. is you know following two trends of the night which is black and statement necklaces mm-hmm. um i do like her necklace i kind of like her from the neck up I think there's okay. something fun That's there. That's a limited like her, area. I know, yes. I know, but I like her necklace. I love the hair. Um, like I just wish there was a different dress. Okay. I don't think this dress is doing her any favors. I'm kind of over the sheer trend. You know, like just not feeling like the sheer bottom the half of it. Sister did it in the after but, party. I kind yeah, but it. I don't know. I'm just kind of over this like bathing suit underneath, like bathing suit, high forties bathing suit cut underwear. And then like this sheer skirt, Kristen Stewart. I don't know. The whole look just came together and worked for me and it didn't really feel like the sheer was trying too hard. Like it took me two glances to notice it was sheer. Um, Whereas this is like, yep, there's my sheer skirt. 
So um, I will kind of give her a little bit of a pass because she only found out she was going to the Oscars like a day before it happened. Mm. So I'm sure she didn't have a whole lot of time to pull together a look, but I don't know. I still feel like it could have been done better. I, I, I mean, I dig a lot of it, you know, kind of, uh, a darker eye, like the fuller Mm -hmm. eyebrows, the, um, choker is good. And I actually like the dress quite a bit. I think, you know, that it cinches well at the waist. I don't Mm -hmm. like the back of it. We don't have a picture of the back of it, but I saw the back of it and it just feels kind of raggy. There's like kind Mm. of hanging parts and stuff. It sort of, uh, comes to a two straps to the middle and down. And I just, don't oh, like yeah. it. it looked a little messy um, sure. from the back, but otherwise I thought it was pretty good. Nice. Um, then another dude, it's been a while. Remy Remy Malik. Malik. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love that, uh, he's following the gentleman's trends on the red carpet and, you know, Bringing some jewelry into his look, bringing a, a little brooch on his lapel. That was pretty big. I felt like last night there were a lot of different like brooch designs um, sure. that were going with suits. And why not? I, I get yeah. really bored of seeing the dudes just like black, black tucks in it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So I love that this is, you know, kind of starting to be a space to experiment and have fun and add like little details and. I don't know. I just like his. He's classic, but just with a little extra. Yeah. I'll say I don't have a picture of him in here, but uh, you had mentioned him as well. Uh, throw him in with this is Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he also, I thought, looked really nice. I liked the texture. So that was yes. always one thing that often the guys do with, you know, they change it up a little bit as you see a lot more texture in their jacket or something. Yep. And uh, good texture for his suit. I agree. So. Um, then, um, I don't know this person either. <gasps> yes. But, uh, so, <laughs> I mean, spring incarnate, right? Yes. So she's in, a um, uh, King Richard. I believe she plays young Venus. I don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't like, uh, quote me on that, which sister she is, but I believe she's young Venus. So uh, Sanaya Sydney, and I love this. This was like springtime fun. You know, she's young. She can kind of get away with these like bright colors, um, you know, doesn't need to go too fussy in like her silhouette. It's very classic. I love the hair and jewelry. Like all of this to me is just like youth done well. Like it's she's sure. young. So she doesn't need to be too risque and like do our like plungy neckliney, you know, something. Um, but this doesn't age her down where she looks too like little girly. So no. I, I mean, I do see like if a little girl had the dream of dressing up as a princess and going to something yeah. and getting their picture taken. This taken, could be it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. yep. Without it being ridiculous, because sometimes it's right. so... You know, I don't, I don't like that look, Over the but top. this is a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love her skirts, like fun movement. She was doing a lot of different twirls on the red carpet and it was definitely mm. like a little, like a little girl, you know, dreaming of twirling on the red carpet. Like her skirt mm-hmm. had great movement. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, well, just a few left. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple more guys in a row here now uh, to discuss. So Simu Lou, 
uh, cool. Right? Yeah. yeah. Way to take a risk with color. Like, I also enjoy that. Not just the jacket, but like the whole suit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yep. Had a little jewelry going on. I'm not really sure what this like chest band is, what it's called. It's cool. It's but cool. it's cool. I dig it. Yep. Um, my, my only thing for him here is I wish his pants were like half an inch longer, not a full inch. Cause then they'd be like saggy, but like, yeah. okay. like okay. half an inch just to see a little bit less of his ankle and more of like the bare foot rather than ankle. But it's, okay. it's minor. It's minor. Sure. Very yep. nitpicky. Nope. Otherwise I just love the look. He looks great. Yep. And uh, I, when I was in Vegas, I think it was uh, there was this like suit place and they had all, all kinds of stuff or whatever, but, you know, nice clothes, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was so tempted to just because every suit that you bought there, they would just fit for you. I was so tempted sure. to buy one. And I think th- it wasn't quite this bright red. But I was okay. looking at some. I was like, oh, that'd be oh fine. Cause we knew, yeah, color. we knew we were going to go out, you know, and it's like I should have something better to wear. and. So, yeah, I didn't do it. Take risks. It looks yeah. good, clearly. <laughs> uh, and then, speaking of risks, um, something a little different. Oh, my, yeah. Maybe Chalamet. I love it. I have it's, literally nothing bad to say about it. <laughs> uh, it's It works for him, you know? Yes. Like, it yeah, wouldn't be for so everyone. So few people could pull this off. And it's yep. not even that I think, like, Oh my God, T- Timothy Chalamet is like hot. It just like it all works, like you said, for him. I have nothing bad yep. to say for him pulling this off. Yep. Yep. I saw someone complaining about this today. And I'm just like, you know, about it, just like the look and the, you know, going shirtless underneath and just like the, I don't know. The, yeah. And I just a woman think could do this. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know I, what I mean? Like, well, I, yeah, I think that's part of the thing it. is that like it didn't, you know, it's not particularly manly, but I'm just like, this fits for him. He's not a particularly manly dude. And mm-hmm. he just looks like he'd be in a rock band or something. Yeah. You know, like definitely. put him in the 80s or something like that. You know, I just like emo just, something, not 90s, yeah. but like, you know what I mean? Like he's not exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know no, what it it's, is. It's, it's closer just... to a hairband kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Than, and I, I don't know. I, you, like I say, Javier Bardem, he looked great, and he wouldn't do this. This would not be him. No, no. But this is, this is, this is cool. And, so and maybe, there's, yeah. there's a specific t- time period in Timothy Chalamet's life where this is going to work. Yep. So do it right now because this is when it works. Yep, yep. I should say too that um, on Simulu, the last one there, mm-hmm. um, I saw at the after party, his designer had told him to lose the shirt at the after party. So in the oh. after party, he went without the shirt underneath as well. Right. He still he still kept the strap underneath, you know. Okay. But then it was just the jacket and stuff. So. Do you lose the tie, the bow tie then too? I have to imagine. I would. Hope I don't so. remember. But that would look weird, I think, without it. So. I agree. Okay. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining it with and without. <laughs> and, else. But I would. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, no, I could totally see that without uh, the bow tie. That would look great. Yep. 
Um, here's a uh, not a good one, I think. Uh, up next, I had to put another one that's not so good in there. Oh, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I mean, we don't need to spend time on that. Wesley Snipes, come on, man. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's color on color on color on stuff on extras, shorts, shapes, skirts, yeah, flap thing, yeah. tights. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't love that. There's Blade, everyone. I, Blade. I know. It's hard to imagine that was once Blade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Wilmer. <gasps> yes. I don't, I don't know this guy, but uh, it's a good look. So, yeah, so he's from that '70s show. That's like what? Oh, what? It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't he do a nice glow up? Um, yeah. Yeah. So this this to me was just fun. Like there was like a little playful, like with our green stripe. We had, you yeah. know, a little brooch, like other men, um, and just everything fit him very well, and looked good. Like it was classic, but with some fun. And he looks great. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then the last one we have, uh, Zendaya. Yes. Crushed it. I was not sure how I was going to feel just watching her emerge and sort of like seeing just like the top peeking out. I was like, what is going to be here? You know, like mm -hmm. what's going to come out of this? And she looks amazing absolutely amazing there are very few people who could pull this off she's got an excellent body for it mm -hmm. yep i i kind of did a in our show now it's sort of a thumbs up thing mm. and i said can i have three thumbs for this one <laughs> uh, i just um i just want like want to say like this is a really good way to you know we saw this too with kind of with Chris Stewart but like for someone with a smaller bust mm -hmm. to be able to look really sexy yet pull up yep. you know pull up that line um you know keep the waist open like that it's a right it's a weird blend of this like you know it's like a business shirt but shirt then, skirt yeah you know, yeah below you have this and I don't normally like sparkles I'm not a big sparkly kind of mm -hmm. guy but uh this this bottom has just the right amount of shape with then uh, something mm -hmm. flowy. Yeah. Um, it just creates a really unique, nice look. You know, her, her jewelry there all matches well with the lower half. Mm hmm. Yeah. I love her bracelets. That was something yep. we didn't see a lot of. Um, and they were just gorgeous and delicate matched. Like you said, matched the skirt, but then also matched her necklace. You know, she kept it minimal on the earrings so we could see like the necklace and the bracelets. Yeah. yeah. Every everything just paired well. Um, and it could have been so bad. Like with oh the God, way yeah. the shirt is cut, you yeah. know, I feel like that had to take time to get that that just cut right. right on this shirt. Because right. that could have been really weird otherwise. Just weird. Yep. So. It had to sit right and yeah. yeah. Like it had to cut right mm -hmm. and sit right. And yeah, it all came together beautifully. She looks amazing. Yep. All right. Well, that's what we have for some of the highlights for the fashion uh, at the 2022 Oscars. We mm -hmm. must say now, we must have our picks. So, best and worst dressed for men and women. What, what, what say you, Andrea? Oh, my. All right. I'm going to start with my worst. 
Um, and for worst dressed for women, I am going to go with Jesse Buckley. Okay. It was just, it was so bland. So one note. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, we kind of found a little bit of something redemptive for Billie Eilish. Um, So I just feel like that just like kind of gets her over like the, I I would rather have something interesting to look at than like this kind of blah. Okay. I'll say my worst for women would be Maya Rudolph. Because it doesn't even seem like she's trying. Sure. At least the other ones were like felt like attempts, or they went to as a designer, sure. and they you know tried something. This was just no attempt. It seemed like. Yeah, I felt like that's why I sort of like placed Maggie Gyllenhaal like just a little bit above there because there was like yeah. interesting things to look guess, at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I didn't love right. it, but like I could still look at it and be like, oh, interesting. Like, yep. you know, maybe I, maybe I like your bracelets or rings or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what these gold things are. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure out. I was like, are those just like circle shapes or they're like animal? Are these like door knocker, like, you know, yeah. without the knocker? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, so worst dressed for men. Are we keeping it in this list just to keep it kind of? I mean, you don't have to, no. have to rack my brain. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, if if someone else comes to you, you know, then certainly mm-hmm. I, I mm. yeah, I know you had some people uh, on your list I didn't get pictures of that I didn't know. Um, yeah, or some I knew, I guess, but that's okay. I'm gonna go for men. I'm gonna have to give it to Wesley Snipes. Because, oh, God, there's so much about that was bad. Yep. It's no contest from yeah. what I've seen. I mean, sure, other sure he was trying and other people just went, but it's too far. It's too far bad. Yeah. You know? if, if we're talking like boring bad, I would have to give it to Jamie Dornan because his tux did not fit at all. Oh. And it was just Weird. like basic black. And fine, whatever, like, you know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. But his coat was, like, too long. His pants were super baggy. Coat was, like, boxy. I don't know huh. if I, I – I don't know if I'm looking at a bad picture, but it didn't work for me. But okay. Wesley Snipes, yeah, for okay. sure. Yep, agreed. <laughs> Easy, done. Best. Oh, my God. This is so hard <laughs> for me. Um. I'm gonna, I think, have to go with Zendaya. Okay. It's really tough. I really wanted Ariana DeBose. Because I love just, like, the fun there. But, like, Zendaya just looked amazing. Like, everything pulled together. It was simple but unique. Something only she could pull off and wear that way. And I loved it. (sighs) As a Kristen Stewart stan, <laughs> I would like to say Kristen Stewart. But as we discuss now, if I counter after party look, having two separate looks that I mm. know of. But Zendaya had two looks too. 
mm-hmm. but I didn't appreciate her after party look as much. I did not see her after party look. So it I, was, I it was kind of a it. suit thing, very broad shoulders. Um, sure. but you know, it was, it was fun, but, um, if I was doing that, I'd have to give it to Kristen Stewart. But if we're talking red carpet looks, mm-hmm. I think Zendaya has to get it as well. Yeah. Um, like you say, it's just something that not many people could pull off. And we did talk about how Kristen Stewart's short shorts or hot pants could have been mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Yeah. Just to like balance out the uh, the, the proportions mm-hmm. a little bit and, and distinguish it from the jacket. So, Yeah. Uh, are we gonna agree on the guy too um i don't know i'm having i'm having a really hard time i want i want to give it to timothy chalamet for the same reason okay like so unique so him like who else can i think of that could pull that off oh but i also kind of want to give it to wilmer wilmer valderrama just for like classic like, like making fun mm-hmm. in a classic, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. the all black, but like that stripe of green. We got the brooch jewelry. Oh, yeah, I'm having a tougher time with this one because I now because now I'm like, oh, but I loved Cody Smith McPhee and I loved his like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna dare to do baby blue, and I'm gonna sure. dare to wear like a necklace as a tie and. Oh God, yeah, I'm having so much trouble, John. Okay, well, I'll give you my you, pick. You give you give another me yours. second. All right, uh, I'm picking Simeon Lou. Uh, Ooh, okay. I, I I love I love the red. I love the the stripe down the side of a different texture. Mm, sure. I love the the strap and the uh, I think Windsor collars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know um, I like just everything. It, it was a a lot of unique things potentially put together that worked well. Yeah, could have gone um, wrong, but worked well. Yep. I like, uh, though I'm I'm perfectly okay with the more a more classic cut. I also like the thin, uh, very tapered cut of the pants. I'm mm, I'm good with that mm. look and showing the ankles. I'm not tired of that yet. I guess. Yeah, um, I agree. Yes. So I guess I haven't done it myself, so I'm I'm not mm. tired of it yet. But um, yeah, I think and and then on top of it, like. Let us say with uh, uh, what's his name, Cody, whoever, right? That you're talking about, Cody Smith McPhee. Mm-hmm. He kind of wrecks it for me, and I maybe that's a little unfair, you know. Um, but Simo Lu is just—he's a very attractive person, mm-hmm. and just he made him just—it just enhanced. He pulls it all together that. well. Yeah, yep. it just all works. So yeah, my pick. All right, I'm going to feel a little more comfortable giving it to Timothy Chalamet from my end. Just okay. like wildly unique. Only he could do it. It all, it it's again, pieces that like you don't think could come together and he can pull it together. Like you know, it looks right on him to me. You know, one other person that could pull off that look and you wouldn't, you wouldn't bat an eye is Ezra Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, would, I would, I would be, so to kind of jump on your train, um, I would give it more to Timothy Chalamet if they both were together, just because I think like, even though I'm not particularly attracted to Timothy Chalamet, I think he's just a little bit more handsome to like pull all of this like pretty boy rocker look off. 
if but if but I also like, wouldn't blink on it. On you're right. If like Ezra yeah. Miller wore it, yeah. Timothy Chalamet, he does have a a distinct look, an angular, nice look that I understand why young girls like him for sure. Yeah, and I think as he grows up and like once he becomes a like a man, like a proper man, he'll probably be a very good looking guy. Mm-hmm. That people over here, so yeah. yeah. Not that that's relevant, right? I guess right now for best dress, but but, but it can uh, yeah. it can sort of like you know certain people with certain features feel like they can pull things together in a in a distinct way that like others can't. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes Absolutely. you do factor in like looks, like we we're literally just mm-hmm. talking about Zendaya and like the the way that her silhouette falls, like is perfect for the look that she wore, but for other women might not work out or might not work out. And like her beauty look being able to be so simple and effective with this unique silhouette. It's one of the most important things I think in fashion is understanding your body type. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure I'm not saying anything uh, that, you know, anyone's in the fashion doesn't realize or whatever, but it's just like uh, people misdressing for their body shape. Mm-hmm. Or what they what they're what they have going on is not gonna do any favors, you know. Yeah. It's it's as simple as the one the stripes one way or the other, or if you got, you know, if you got giant boobs, maybe don't try to make them look bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and if you got broad shoulders, you know, maybe don't try to, you know, eighty shoulder pads it. <laughs> yeah, you know. So Simple stuff, but like it can yeah. be difficult to do sometimes and be unique because then you have a range that you're working within and they mm-hmm. can't always do like the most crazy thing you'd want. Right. It's like, it's like, she probably would hate me saying it. Ashley always like, she likes tall boots. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like tall boots unless you're six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're you, tall I feel boots her pain. make you look shorter. You know, that's just the way it is. And I, right. I get it. Like if you think they look cool, but you got to dress for your body type. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to, but it's going to work out better for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we should say, I don't know how long we've been going. We've been talking about the Oscars and stuff a long time, Um, but we should talk a little bit about like, you watched all of it. I don't want that to be for not like, is there any big upsets or, or like, of course this was going to happen or. Yeah. So I feel like the power of the dog was nominated. Netflix is the power of the dog was nominated for a lot. You know, they had like screenplay, cinematography, like best actor, supporting actor, supporting actress, like so much. And it ended up not winning a lot. And I think that was very surprising okay. to people. Um, I think it sometimes cer- it happens, you know, throw something a bone, like you get a lot of nominations. You're not going to win a thing. Yeah. But. It was, it was shocking that like none of the actors won, you know, okay. there was just, there yeah. was just not a lot going around. There was, I think, um, I think it, it was best original screenplay that it won for the writer, Jane Campion. And that was kind of like a big deal that maybe everybody expected, but yeah, other than that, it was it was pretty snubbed, I thought. Um, okay. But there was a win for streaming services because I think it was a surprise to people that Coda 
won for best picture and that's uh that's apple tv's uh original movie that they that or um i think it's adapted screenplay but you know their original property you know in the sense of it's right. their movie so yeah so that one for best picture and i think that was a surprise to everybody um, i yeah that, that a streaming sure. a streaming platform got best picture that was just crazy. do you think this is going to make a meaningful difference at all for like either streaming in general or for apple tv plus like do you I think, think it makes that a it difference for apple tv or something yeah because i think we're we're talking when apple tv first came out they had a really slow start in getting yeah. meaningful content interesting content um you know they were having a, a, a slow start producing their own originals and they weren't just like getting already existing programs that people were very interested in so I think this is a major, major coup for Apple TV. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, in terms of like translating directly to, you know, people signing up, obviously time is going to tell on that one. It could be just like a flash in the pan or it could be like, you know, this has been slowly building over a long time and people are finally ready to like jump on that bandwagon. I mean, obviously Ted Lasso had a huge impact, um, yep. you know, if we're talking TV and like pop culture phenomena. But, you know, maybe people are finally ready to take Apple TV seriously. Yeah, maybe. I think I'm surprised sometimes at the the number of shows that are on there now. Mm -hmm. You know, they just a new one just came on now. Pachinko. Yeah. Um, looks pretty good. And looking at like reviews of a bunch of them, they a lot of them do pretty well. Mm -hmm. You know, there hasn't been too many bombs. So. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. those were those were kind of some. Big fun surprises. Um, yeah, Coda basically swept any category, even though it was nominated for far less. It was like that was going to be the winner. So um, it really made me interested to watch it. Of course, we both have Apple TV, so you know, I don't, I don't need to sign up for it. But it was like, yeah, yep. I really should pay more attention to what Apple TV is doing with their programming. Sure. Yep, I think Drive My Car won yeah. Best International Feature. I was happy about I that. I think is the first Japanese uh, film to do Could so, be. or um, or maybe it was first that was nominated for Best Picture. One of the mm. two. I saw that being the case. For, sure. So, uh, I saw Dune cleaned up in a lot of uh, technical categories, like Not film, surprising. editing, cinematography, sound, a lot of that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, sure. Which I, yeah, yeah, I don't find terribly surprising. I thought, you know, effects were all well, well done in that movie. Um, oh, yeah, and score. Really, and, uh, yeah, and score. Um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't really, it wasn't the type of movie that really in this first setup needed or deserved acting nominations. You know what I mean? Like, just because it's such a setup story, I felt like, for the most part, from what I had seen of other performances, I felt like I got why other other people had been nominated. That being said, I haven't seen everything, so perhaps I might change my mind if I see like right. the power of the dog. But no, I yeah, I, I agree. You know, the, I, acting was good all around in Dune, but not. Uh, I mean, for me, it was probably my favorite movie of last year so like i would be putting it in uh in that category um 
So, but Which it was at least nominated. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I felt like I understood why I was nominated for Best Picture and not necessarily for, like, again, the acting work. Because yeah. it was good on the whole, but there wasn't any, like, oh, my God, they just, like, you know, really got into that grit of a scene. Yep. And there was just, like, that impact. So, I get it. Yeah. And, like, you know, Skarsgård did a really great job. But at the same time, it's also a lot of just the visual and the created around him and stuff. Yeah. To really not necessarily like, the, yeah. 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 Not so. necessarily the performance called for, you know, next level. Mm -hmm. Now I know you talked about, uh, last week, the snub, uh, you felt. Yes. Perhaps, um, of McDormand. Yes. Um, I still feel it. I still feel um, it. I really do. She's so good. That was good. So, but you're watching West Side Story now, and mm -hmm. we got one nomination for an actress in there. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I so far what I've seen, she's done really fabulous. Um, I really feel her like sinking into that role. So I'm interested to see in the latter half, you know, kind of when we're we're getting into the darker conflict of the story. If I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd have to be paid to watch West Side Story. It's <laughs> beautiful. Spielberg does a nice job. Okay. Um, visually, I, I've, it's, I've, it's really compelling. I've lamented it a few times how, like, I haven't cared about a Steven Spielberg movie in a long time. You know, the last one I think mm -hmm. I saw was Lincoln. And that sure. was okay. Sure. You know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'm liking watching this at home. I wouldn't have rushed to the theater to see it. Mm -hmm. But I am enjoying it on on HBO Max. Well, and you called out to me that No Time to Die, yeah, winning mm -hmm. for best uh, original or for original song. That's Billie fun. Eilish did crush her performance. Absolutely, actually, I'm. She, I'm she performed it. She, she did all all the uh, best song nominees um, mm. performed, and everybody really did a great job. There was cool. no like weak moments. Although I will say, Reba McIntyre. Um, performed a song from a movie I hadn't even heard of. Uh, the song was great, but somebody definitely got sound levels screwed up because her band uh, overpowered her a lot. And I don't good. think it was her because she was, when you could hear her, she was singing very strong. That's too bad. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else before we um, power through a couple news stories, maybe axe a couple of them uh, um, or see how it goes. Yeah, I don't think so. I think uh I think overall it was it was good. Um they're clearly aimed at trying to, you know, streamline the Oscars, which I think is always a good thing. Um that being said, there were some bits added in that I didn't necessarily think needed to be. Like they were like, We asked you and you voted for your, you know, top five most powerful scenes that made you want to cry of films this year. And then they like showed clips of like you know, different scenes. And I was like, why did I need that? I thought you were sure. trying to get rid of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there were just kind of these like, I don't know, kind of forced like, let's appeal to, you know, young people. And they like voting on stuff and seeing their <laughs> votes in action. Um, <laughs> so th that was sort of dumb. Um, American Idol one, it. Yeah. One thing I did think worked was like the mini cast reunions that were 
on stage. Like we had the cast reunion from the Godfather. Um, uh, oh my gosh. It's Chris's favorite movie and I'm totally blanking. So oh, he's going to kill me a lot. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Thank you. Um, Juno, um, white men can't jump, which, which I haven't seen, but I've seen like clips from. So I like got the references. Um, yeah, it was cute. It was fun. Like those, sure. those kind of like reunions from cast members, like presenting awards was like, ah, that's so cute. John Travolta was there. He was there. And, and he and, uh, Samuel L were, were twisting it up along with Uma Thurman. It was very cute. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, how come I didn't see Uma Thurman or John Travolta's look? I did see Sam Jackson, his red carpet. Um, look. Yeah. So he, he got an award. Um, I think he had a lifetime achievement award. So, which is probably oh. why he was walking the red carpet. Um, and okay. they, I don't know if maybe they just kind of like snuck in. Yeah. Right. Well, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't have called either look particularly memorable. So. Okay. Right. All right. Well, that's been the Oscars 2022, both your mm -hmm. fashion roundups, best and worst picked for dress. You've heard it here. The definitive choices. That's right. Um, the arbiters of taste over here. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, look at us. Come on now. So we don't get fancy like this every day. Yeah. Um, all right. There are a few other news stories to talk about um, quickly. We'll see if there's anything much to discuss on them. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to. I'm going to read off the like four gaming related news stories and we'll see if there's anything we want to remark on them. Sure. Nintendo added folders kind of to the mm -hmm. Nintendo switch. Sony buys a studio that just formed like a year ago uh, yeah. called Haven. Netflix is making a Bioshock movie to zero people's surprise. Mm -hmm. And the halo series is out and not being received well in much of any capacity. What say ye? <laughs> <laughs> what say ye? Um, yeah. Unsurprised to the last two stories. Um, Halo not being received well. I didn't really feel like that was going to go well. So, yeah. I'm not surprised about it. I just... There's something so risky about making games into series and movies. And just, I feel like so often... It doesn't go well. And I just feel like Halo is just such like a broad story to try and make into a television, a typical television show. So I just didn't see it translating. I think with the right team, the right mind, the right budget, Halo, I don't think there's much of a reason it couldn't be made into something pretty good. But I know before it came out, it broke that the showrunners hadn't played the games, mm -hmm. hadn't referenced the games, wanted mm -hmm. nothing to do with the games. So that upsets some people back. They're like, well, okay, maybe they're going to deal with the books more or something like that. Um, but then it came out, and I have one friend that was watching it, and he's like, oh, it seems pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good so far. And then he texts back, oh, my God, I'm done with this show. It, like partway <laughs> through the first episode, he just was done with it. Um, yeah. It's it's one of those things where, you know, I was telling um, 
him that they've Hollywood feels like they can get away with it on comic books because almost nobody that's watched their comic book based movies has read any comic books. Yep. Almost. I, I mean, and that, I don't care what character is Captain America, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man. Most people seeing these things have not read the comic books. Mm-hmm. And so they can do what they want and no one is the wiser. I'm like, oh, this is fine. Oh, cool. Millions of people have played Halo. Yeah. There is a large market of people that have played Halo and know what Halo is about. So you can't get away with the same shit. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> people will be like, this is not what I what I know it to be Halo. Mm-hmm. And they're going to learn that the hard way. It's kind of like Witcher. They they base it on the books. Well, not as many people have read the books as they have played the games. So they're going to say, you know, we can they can fall back on that. Um, yeah, they don't have that for Halo. So they, yeah. they should have played the game and they should have uh, focused on that a little bit more. Because to my understanding, and I don't. If you're going to watch it and you want zero spoilers, I guess kind of spoiler warning. But this was came out before. In the first episode, Master Chief takes off his helmet mm-hmm. and has it off a lot and is kind of a, a whiny person that gets flustered at certain situations. And everybody that is familiar with Master Chief is just like, this is not. Yeah, this is not. No, this is not how you go about the show. I thought maybe they'd like have him remove his helmet at the end of the series or something. Right. Kind of a big, big reveal. reveal or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But all right, yeah. if you if you want to, you know, watch it, um, you know, whatever. But uh, I, I feel like this this raping of of like beloved pop culture must end someday. Yeah. It shall end. I don't know. Maybe yeah, not. not not unfortunately someday soon, but I think I hope that if this keeps continuing, at least we can studios can learn lessons from their failures and learn yeah. lessons about why they're failing, not just that it failed. You know what I mean? Well, right. I it, that's tough because that means facing facts and not like you know it's it's like you're in any business or whatever, and you right. have to. Not, not just like oh, why our do we audience need our sales. Yeah. 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 You know, you have to actually look in the mirror and, and, yeah. and see something. Um, this is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. MGM is, is being purchased by Amazon. Um, I don't know how this, like I didn't, wasn't being made a bigger deal of, I guess. Yeah. I didn't even know this was I happening. Just, right. So <laughs> I'm reading an article here from March mm-hmm. 20th of this year. Yep. And um, let's see, many had expected the FTC to block the acquisition of MGM mm-hmm. by Amazon, but in a surprise move, they chose not to do so. So, but could come back and do it later. <laughs> sure. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess, if like, you know, you get the option to do that, I mean, see how it goes. And then mm-hmm. maybe later you're like, psych, just kidding. You're going to have to not do that anymore. Yep. So it's kind of interesting. I don't know. You know, MGM is kind of slid. All these companies sort of own more than you would think mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the market continues to restructure 
both in the video game space and in the movie and Hollywood space. And we'll see what, um, right. what comes of it. Everybody knows uh, MGM for Bond, but, you know, right. uh, the bro- Broccoli's still own Bond, really. So right. we'll see what happens there exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they had voices in this, you know, in some capacity. Not yeah. that like they get like, oh, we approve or we don't approve, but just like, hey, if you think you're buying MGM to get at Bond, like, yeah. let me tell you how that's not the case here. Yeah, it's Amazon's interesting, like uh, more aggressive moves here. So buying MGM, buying specific rights to certain Tolkien property. works. Mm-hmm. They're looking at more. I think they I need to look into it. Uh, but I think they bought some more uh, rights to different Tolkien works and things, or they're at least pursuing it. That, so, um, that would make sense, especially if they're kind of covering leaps and bounds in his universe with their new series, yeah. with, it, with mm-hmm. it being so like fast moving. Um, yep. They would need to purchase more IP to like, cover the story in all that different time period. Yep. Yep. All right. And in our final story, which I think is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that. One Piece, the manga, mm-hmm. has now sold more copies than Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. That is insane. Yeah. So uh, to to me, like the time was the biggest shocker to me. That One mm-hmm. Piece has been going for 25 and Batman has 100 years. Like yep. A literal quarter of the time it took yep. you to surpass that sales. For Batman. Mm-hmm. Now, who doesn't know Batman, right? Right. It, like, it just absolutely blows my freaking mind. And, and yep. who doesn't know, like, in some form or fashion, Batman has origins in comics? Do you know yep. what I mean? Like, right. there's, there's just yep. an element of him being part of like DC comics that everybody on some level, I feel like knows. Yep. To me, this is where this is the kind of show piece that shows how Western culture should be ashamed of itself. And it's failing miserably because this, this is how, this is how, when I see this, this is how I, this is where my mind goes. John tiptoes and minces words. (laughs) No, This is, this is Batman. And I guarantee you, more people know of Batman, but the problem is that for all the money that the Batman movie is making and stuff, there's an issue. This is a pun. Uh, we're talking about comics. There's an mm-hmm. issue with um, the Batman movies where a Batman movie comes out and they don't see spikes in sales for Batman comics. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the, in the Japanese entertainment space, when some new one piece thing comes out, they see an increase in the manga sales and they feel like the, they're one in this, they're one in the same. If you're a fan of them, you just consume it all. Whereas like it to me says they're tailoring movies and not considering at all anyone that would read the comics Mm because it it just, just doesn't translate to sales. So the amazing thing about this is, like you said, you mentioned the time frame already. Um, also, that comic books in the West are tiny. 
you know, mm-hmm. they're thin pieces, you know, there's not much to them, really. Volumes of manga are substantial mm-hmm. and they cost more. Right. So when you're comparing copies sold of this, ver- you're, not only is it more copies, it's more way story. more content mm-hmm. and it's way more money. Yeah. And this is a lot of, most of these sales are from Japan yet. Mm-hmm. So if, as this stuff grows and spreads West and stuff, this stuff can become like massive. Like the, the room for growth here is, is still insane. Right. Um, whereas like we say, everybody kind of knows of Batman. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they reading it? Right. Why aren't people buying the books? Right. Why do people not care? Why do, is, why do people only care about the films? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're failing someplace, and so this will be. This is now on the top, like within the top ten list of most sold publication things ever. Basically, you know, up it's. Uh, I've, I wanted to see. I looked at the list before. It's yeah. Um, you know, it's on the list with like, it's above the Dune books, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, and then it's, will be approaching Superman. So Superman has sold 600 million copies. So, yeah. It's insane. Insane. Absolutely. Yeah. Go one piece. Happy for all your success. Uh, DC comics, your failure. Go away. (laughs) Um, and shape uh, it up or go away. Yeah. Right. Yep. So that's, uh, that's it. I mean, that's, that was a lot. Up. It was. I mean, we 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 did a lot this week. You watched a lot of shows. <laughs> covered a lot of fashion. Mm-hmm. I think last time we did this, Ash is like, you gotta, John, you have to know more about fashion. Like you have to know your lingo better and stuff like that. <laughs> so I don't know. Did I improve it I all? I didn't do any studying. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, you were you were definitely like keeping up with like talking about the trends and like talking about the structure of dresses. So, okay. kudos. I mean, yeah, I just gotta. I like fashion. I just need to, yeah, need to look at the Urban Dictionary, I guess. For yeah, fashion. get in the lingo. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, Renato, thanks for being in our chat. Much yeah. appreciated. Hope we had a good time. We're happy you hung out. Um, that's been podcast on the rocks episode 100 Woohoo! crazy yeah (laughs) i know celebratory uh make sure you go to our youtube page we have way more than 100 videos up and not even just like videos but you know for a while we were only we're doing two a week and only counting one so we got a lot of content out there if there's a show you're watching through please go and take a look at that and watch it along with us in a way Mm -hmm. um facebook twitter yeah absolutely yeah we haven't gotten too many of those we should uh we take uh suggestions of Mm -hmm. people demanded enough (laughs) so um yeah all the social media things please follow us take your podcast directory of choice um follow us there leave a review that'd be much appreciated all that sort of thing and um that'll do it for us we'll we'll be back a little sooner than normal probably being this episode was a little late expect us to be covering finally the end of race by wolves mm-hmm. uh sorry we're a little delayed on it but um we'll, we'll we'll get that to you and um i'm sure that'll be a fun time 
So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And Killing the Flower. Thank you for our theme song. You can check them out on YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram. And on that note, Andrea, 100th episode. Thanks again for joining me. Of course. Cheers to 100. Thanks, everybody.